And welcome to another episode of The Hammer Drops. I'm your host, Leak. So today we're going to go over a few things that are going on in the news right now. Uh, but before that, if you're watching this episode on Rumble, make sure that you give me a like if you can, subscribe to the channel, leave me a comment, let me know how you feel about the video. And also, if you just want to listen to this on a podcast platform, we're on all the major podcast platforms. All you got to do is go to the search, type in The Hammer Drops, and we're going to pop up there for you so you can listen listen to us on any one that you want to. And then don't forget to follow us on all of our social media at The Hammer Drops. All right, let's get into the show. So first and foremost, I want to touch base on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris finally deciding that it's time to send 1,500 active duty troops to the southern border uh, aimed at the migration spike. It's about time. Um, but notice it's happening now. We're, what, 2024 elections coming right around the corner. So now they got to do something about what's happening at the border to get the votes. See if this, if, if the next election wasn't any time in the near future, do you honestly think we would have them sending troops over there now? I mean, let's be real. Let's be honest here. They have claimed going, moving forward, even before this, that the border is fine, that it's secure, and now yet they want to send 1,500 troops there. Now, I'm all for it because those boys down there at the Border Patrol need the help. We need to get this under control. Any American will agree to this. Um, and, you know, even some of the Democratic-run cities are at capacity when it comes to the illegals. Texas is sending them all to the, you know, your sanctuary cities and sanctuary cities, even the outgoing Chicago mayor decided to send a letter to governor Abbott saying, please stop sending immigrants, illegal immigrants here to the city where we don't have any more room. Well, you know, you're getting kind of what you asked for. So I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, I mean, Lori Lightfoot, the last batch of immigrants that came to Chicago, the last I heard weren't even housed in Chicago. They, they, took them out to the suburbs and put them there. And I believe it was an elk grove. So, but you know, this is Lori Lightfoot for you and good riddance to Lori Lightfoot for Chicago. But unfortunately we're still fucked with Brandon Marshall or yeah, whatever, not Brandon Marshall, Brandon, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> um, so yeah, but the funny thing about what's going on with the border is that back in 2018, when Trump wanted to send troops to the border, Boy, was the left in an uproar about that. One in particular, good old Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris was such in an uproar about it. Uh, I, I, I have a, I'm gonna have a video that I'm gonna play for you, folks. Um, so here you go. Enjoy this video. Uh, I, I. Thank the men and women who serve our military and serve in the United States Marine Corps. Um, I also believe that the administration made a decision to deploy them based on a political agenda. And um, I believe that it is inappropriate to require the limited resources of the United States military to be used in such a way um, when the when it was you know when and these these folks who are being deployed there they're going to leave their, they've left their families 
they will not be home, looks like, for Thanksgiving. And all because there needed to be some demonstration for the TV cameras based on a political agenda instead of what is a national security threat. Uh, I, I... And there you have it, folks. Kamala Harris completely against sending troops there. Because they won't be home with their families and all that stuff. And granted, I get that. You know, the troops have a right to be home with their families and so on and so forth. But we also need to get control of what's going on down at the borders. But there you have it. Your vice president, Kamala Harris, completely against it back in 2018. But now she's going to be completely for it because now she doesn't have to do her job because the border was her job all along. And look at her job. Look at the job that Kamala Harris has done with our border. I, you know what? I'm going to do something new here. I'm, bravo, Kamala Harris. You did such a fantastic job. <laughs> what a piece of garbage she is. Anyway, all right, so that's I'm going to move on from that. Um, another interesting little thing that's happening in the news today uh, was Russia. And let me pull this up for you. Uh, Russia says Ukraine tried to kill Putin with nighttime drone attack on Kremlin. So, uh, Russia says it shot down two drones overnight. Ukraine denies responsibility. Of course they do. Uh, warns of terrorist provoca- provocation. Of course they do. Uh, Russia says it reserves the right to retaliate. And of course they do. This stuff that is going on over here in Ukraine, in between Ukraine, Russia, and all that stuff, is just a proxy war. It is smoke and mirrors. It is complete bullshit. You can literally... See what's going on. I mean, Kiev, the the capital, even though it's under siege and all this other stuff that's going on in Ukraine, yet we have planes still flying over Ukraine. We still have, you know, come on. Are you guys awake yet? I mean, money that our government is sending over there to, you know, for their pensions and to keep their economy afloat and all that stuff, all of our hard-earned tax dollars going to Ukraine isn't going to the troops. It isn't what it's essentially doing is going in the pockets of their politicians, just like it does over here. Come on. If you can't see that, I I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) I really don't. But it's funny that this situation is going on now because they're going to try to, you know, say Putin this, Putin that, and Putin, you know, Russia is going to say Ukraine this, Ukraine that. And you know what? I personally... Personally, I am sick and tired of it. I don't know about you guys. I'm si- every bill that comes out from the left and the progressives in the House and the Senate, it's always leading to more money for Ukraine. We're printing money that we don't even have, and you wonder why nothing's been. You know, we we have such high inflation. But if you ask people like, um, oh, what's her name? The the secretary, the the whatever her name, Jean-Pierre, whatever her name is. So I'm going to go to Twitter here real quick, folks, and I'm going to let you know, see what she says, especially when it comes to, you know, gas prices and stuff like that. I think this is very interesting. I'm going to do something like this where this is um, the interesting things that I, I'm going to do the interesting things I find on Twitter. And what I'm going to do is when I find interesting things on Twitter, I'm going to save it on, I'm going to tweet it on my page. I'm going to bring you guys to my page. I'm going to play the videos for you because this video that she, I mean, she's saying the gas prices are down and everything. I don't know where you live, but gas prices ain't coming down where I'm living. They're going up. Same with 
housing and all that stuff. I mean, this this lady is just nuts. I mean, here, I mean, give her a listen. Prices are down about 140 from the peak after Putin's invasion. And gas prices are down a dollar 40 since Putin's invasion. Remember back in 2020 when gas prices were even lower than that? It's still. And the funny thing is, is this is something that they like to do. They like to say, "Oh, it's coming down." No. It's still up from when it was before you guys took office. Grocery prices fell last month for the first time since September 2020. Again, we are- Grocery prices fell the first time since September 2020. See, grocery prices in September 2020, up until the election, up until Biden took office, were relatively cheaper. Oh, a lot cheaper than they are now. You can get eggs, you can get chicken, you can get beef and not pay like a pound for a pound of ground beef. You're not spending $7 for a pound. Likewise, you're not spending $7 for a dozen eggs. But you are now. And you started doing that as soon as Biden took over. And all the attacks on the food processing uh, companies and all these other places. Understand that there's more work to do. Uh, the president gets that and understands that. That's why the Inflation Reduction Act was so. And that's why the Inflation Reduction Act was so important. She says, um, "No, Inflation Reduction Act literally did nothing to help our inflation. The only thing the Inflation Reduction Act did, and may I remind you, folks, is send more money to Ukraine to create more inflation, and it essentially." Well, let's not forget about the 87,000 new IRS agents that will be auditing middle-class workers. That's what the Inflation Reduction Act did. Oh, and I love how there's still more work to do. Yeah, you're right. The reason why Joe Biden is running for president, again, because there's work to do, in my opinion, is pretty much the work that's left to be done is to completely kill off the country. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. So important as we talk about energy costs, lowering that, gas prices. Energy costs and lowering that. I don't know about you guys, but when I look at my gas and my electric bill for my house, even some people down in Chicago that I work with, they tell me what they pay for gas, for a gas bill down in Chicago. It, I, Jesus, I don't know what to say anymore. It's ridiculous. But that is KGP on that. Now, again... This is just how the left likes to lie to you. And they're going to blame the Republicans for everything. That's a proven fact right there. Now, ooh, I got a good one for you guys. Remember those two little dim twits that were over there that on, uh, you know, Twitter, you know, saying how Joe Biden's this, you know, the greatest president ever and all that stuff. Well, I have a video for you guys. It pretty much, uh, you know, honestly, the, the Gen Z TikTokers, um, and this is from Graham Allen, uh, say the truth about out loud. Would be It would be a shame if the people saw this and heard the truth. So I'm going to show this to you because it would be a shame to get these little two fucking dickheads. Because let's be honest here. If you go to their, um, their sites on Twitter or whatever, you can't even comment on it because they don't want to have that kind of interaction with anybody else they want to just voice their opinion most you know just like the typical progressive without having to defend it so let's uh let me show you this i've criticized like a democrats like specifically hakeem jeffries and 
it, it all just went south. Like I started losing followers. Like it's bad. Right. And I really want to be that person that like reaches the other side. Cause Democrats, I mean, they're horrible at their jobs, right? They do a lot of sh shitty things. Although I'll vote for them all the time. And you just heard it right there. The Democrats do such a shitty job, but I'll still vote for them all the time. Even they do, even though they do a shitty job. Now, I don't know about you. Me personally, if a conservative or a Republican did a shitty job or Democrat, whatever, I'm not voting for them. If they did a shitty job, they don't get my vote. I want somebody that's going to be for the people and for America first. Bottom line. And these guys, I mean, they just summed it up in literally 25, well, not even... 25 seconds like seven seconds let's finish this off um but it's also hard in the space to criticize that's a them. good can we clip yeah. that quote they're horrible no, please, don't. Jobs please, God, please, God, please don't please don't please don't please don't please don't clip that please no 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 please notice how they say please please don't clip that please don't clip that because i know that's being clipped and it's gonna go viral we're gonna help that go viral i'm gonna post that over on our facebook and all that fun stuff as well because i think these two little shits need to go bye-bye now <laughs> so okay so now we had that let's what else do we have for today i have something uh from senator cruz but i want to get into this real quick because uh james comer subpoenas fbi um after whistleblower reveals the existence of an fbi record alleging the then vp joe biden engaging in a criminal bribery screen yeah, bribery scheme with a foreign nation He and Senator Chuck Grassley have sent to Attorney General Merrick Garland and FBI Director Chris Wray. They write that a, quote, highly credible whistleblower says the Justice Department and FBI have a form that, quote, describes an alleged criminal scheme involving then-President Biden and a former national relating to the exchange of money for policy decisions. It's been alleged that the document includes a precise description of how the alleged criminal scheme was employed as well as its purpose. Now, Comer and Grassley provide no information on the identity of the whistleblower, what specifically they're alleging. In short, it's a subpoena for a document that an unidentified whistleblower says exists and shows illegal activity. It is unclear yet how the Justice Department will respond. We have reached out, John. Uh, all right, so we don't know what this scheme is, only that it's believed that the DOJ and the FBI have information about this scheme? Exactly. What these two Republicans are alleging is that there is a document that exists and they've gotten that information, they say, from a whistleblower, an unidentified whistleblower, and that the document exists within the Department of Justice and the FBI showing an illegal scheme uh, allegedly involving the vice president and that they are requesting that information now officially with a subpoena from the FBI and Justice Department. But uh, these Republicans have not seen that document uh, and they have just sent the subpoena request because a whistleblower told them it exists within the FBI. That's where we are right now with this. All right. Are we going to be hearing from them in the near future? Do we know? Um, uh, unclear. I believe that they are going to speak uh, to cameras on Capitol Hill. And, of course, we've got a full team up there 
uh, uh, ready to cover. I have uh, just reached out to Chuck Grassley's team myself. Um, I was told we'll take him on the phone if he's available. Um, so we're working that right now on the story. Uh, Rich, anything else you can add at this hour? I mean, this is this is a big breaking news uh, piece of information here uh, that they're going to be demanding answers. We'll also reach out to James Comer. He was on this program earlier this week. Um, but this is this is this is a big chunk of news. And by the way, I do see that there's some folks making their way to a microphone there in Atlanta. We'll get back to that. Rich, real quick, final thought on this news. Yeah, I mean, again, it all depends on if this document exists, what's in that document. And now they've officially subpoenaed it. So Indeed. if it exists you know, right. legally, there you have it. All right, let's get to the hospital briefing there in Atlanta. Rich, thank you. And there you have it. And of course, you have a lot of people on the, in the left or, you know, that are in an uproar about this because they're going to claim it's a witch hunt now on Biden. What drives me nuts the most about this kind of situation with Biden is that it's been proven that he's compromised. And yet, and I'm, I'm saying this to the, Repu the House Republicans as well and Senate Republicans. Why hasn't there been any papers of impeachment drawn up yet for Biden? It has been proven time and time again before he was president, he has classified documents, which he should not have. When you know, classified documents going as far back as when he was in the Senate. And then when he was vice president, he has no right to this. These just based on that alone, he should be arrested for that. And yet here he is walking free, just like his son Hunter walks free. You know, it, it just blows my mind that uh, the Republicans have not done anything yet for this, which makes me wonder, are they going to actually do anything? I mean, they go on Twitter like like Marjorie Taylor Greene. They go on Twitter all the time saying that they're going to do this, do that, do this, and they don't do anything. So, I mean, once again, and with this show, I'm going to call out Republicans. I'm going to call out Democrats, Libertarians. I don't give a shit because that's just the way this show is. And Republicans, if you say that you're going to impeach Biden because of this, then do it. If this was Trump, Trump would have already, those papers would already have been drawn up. We would be going through impeachment process again. And yet here we are. Biden still in office, who, mind you, being president, has, what, th over 300 days that he's been on vacation? He literally hasn't done his job. <laughs> and yet we're okay with that. Uh, I think I had one more thing here on this thing I want to show you. I'm going to show you um, what, nah. Yeah, let me show you what uh, Cruz has to say about the border with uh, about uh, Trump, not uh, Trump, I'm sorry, uh, Biden and Harris. Let me show you this real quick. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have presided over the worst disaster at our southern border in our nation's history. This was not an accident. It was deliberate. It was the consequence of deliberate political decisions that have created this chaos. This crisis was caused by three political decisions made in the very first week of the presidency. Number one, Joe Biden immediately halted construction of the border wall. Number two, Biden reinstated the disastrous policy of catch and release. And number three, Biden pulled out of the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico agreement. The consequence of those political decisions was catastrophic. 
And there you have it. I mean, you got Senator Cruz. I mean, I, you know, I kind of agree with some of the stuff that Cruz does. I don't agree with a lot of it, but I do agree with some. This, I have to completely agree with. The border, even though Biden and the his administration will point blame at anybody but themselves, just like all Democrats seem to do, um, you know, but... You know, let's blame somebody else. It's easier for them to point the finger at somebody else instead of themselves. But, you know, hopefully only time will tell and the truth will actually start to come out about this stuff. But uh, that's all I have for you guys today. I just wanted to touch base on this stuff here real quick. Um, moving forward, just so you guys know, shows will be Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Um Unless I have something happening, then Fridays will be an alternate on Saturday if it has to be. Um, I'll be doing early release videos for Rumble on those days, and the podcast will be the podcast will be released the next following day for your listening. Um, so I will provide all the links in the descriptions below of where you can find us, and make sure that follow us on our social media. Make sure to subscribe. And give us a like and give us a comment on the podcast platforms and on Rumble as well. Until the next time, folks, you guys be good to one another.